So this is kind of strange. As far as we know, mermaids don't exist. Yet for thousands of years, all around the world, there have been sightings of these elusive creatures. Weird, right? But the ocean is weird, so what do you think? Any chance of mermaids being out there? Hello, and welcome to Kind of Strange. I'm your host, Grace, and this is a place where you can get cozy, a little creeped out, and talk with me about things that are weird, unusual, spooky, and kind of strange. Well-known Captain Blackbeard was said to have a fear of mermaids. According to legend, in his logbooks, he marked places in the ocean that he wanted him and his crew to stay away from. He considered these marked places enchanted with mermaids, and to him, this was not a good thing. Welcome back to Kind of Strange Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about mermaids, the magical half-fish, half-human beings that live in the ocean and are said to possess powers. Mermaids are sometimes mixed up with sirens, and the lore that surrounds them is different from some people thinking that mermaids are harmless or even helpful to those at sea, while others believing that mermaids can bring misfortune or lure humans to their death by enticing them into the water. We know that the world is mostly made up of water. What is a bit peculiar to think about is that it is said that we've only been able to explore less than 5% of the ocean. So while the general consensus is that mermaids are not real and only exist in our imaginations, is it possible that there could be some reality to the sightings that have been reported countless times in countless places all over the world for thousands of years? So what is a mermaid? Most depictions of mermaids are of a creature that is human to the waist down and then has a fin instead of legs. They're believed to live under the water, coming to the surface from time to time. Throughout time, mermaids tend to be described as beautiful and alluring, and this is why sometimes they do get mixed up with sirens, which is another creature altogether. (laughs) Sometimes they're thought to have magical powers, and other times they're just described as being creatures of the sea. Today, many think that sightings of mermaids are either hoaxes or people confused at what they're really seeing. Throughout history, many pirates and seafarers reported sightings of mermaids, but now it's thought they were only seeing mantises, dugongs, or maybe beluga whales. Although, I've looked at these sea creatures, and I have to say, I don't see the resemblance. Although, maybe out at sea, there would be a difference, maybe more confusion, but I'm not sure. Old cave drawings were found in Malaysia's Tambun Cave from 3,000 years ago, and they have imagery of what is translated to be the Lady of the Sea. The images depict dugongs, so that's just an interesting bit, because a dugong is a marine mammal, and it's similar to a mantatee in appearance, so I thought I'd mention that because, like I said, many historical sightings, people have gone back and said, no, they weren't seeing mermaids, they were seeing a dugong, or, again, a manatee, maybe a beluga whale. Where did the idea of a mermaid come from? Over 30,000 years ago, figures of magical females were painted in caves during the Stone Age. These drawings would have a woman with the body of a human and the tail of a fish. But, aside from that, a mermaid would not be mentioned again until ancient Greek mythology. There seems to be legends in nearly every part of the world around the idea of mermaids. The ancients really found themselves inexplicably attracted to the mermaid while also being frightened of their supposed powers. 
The first known documented mention in history of this human figure with a fishtail is from 5000 BC when Babylonian mythology of the god Ea describes himself as having both the body of a man and a fish. In 1000 BC, in Assyria, which is roughly present-day Syria and some of Iraq, there is a story of Artagatis, who was this beautiful fertility goddess that became a mermaid after casting herself into a lake. There's different versions of the story, but Artagatis fell in love with a mortal shepherd. After making love, he died, and Artagatis had his daughter, but after she had her daughter, she threw herself into the lake because she had killed her lover, even though it was unintentionally. So she is actually closely associated with the Syrian custom of not eating fish. Greek mythology builds off of this by including many mentions of mermaids. Scottish mythology has kiosk, which is made of the wave, and it's similar to a mermaid, except the tail is a salmon's tail. The kiosk can grant three wishes to anybody that captures her. Some other mentions are in Ireland and Scotland. They both have the marrow, which is described as a mermaid with a half-human body and a fish tail, but also includes webbed hands. They can be benevolent at times, and they marry humans, having the ability to take human shape when on dry land. They can only breathe underwater by wearing a certain cap, and if this cap is taken from them, they're forced to stay on dry land. In Russia, there's rusulkas, and they have similarities to mermaids. They can be seductive and dangerous, and they're said to pull young men into the water. Their hair is always wet, and if it does go dry, then they could die. They have to carry a comb, which helps them maintain wet hair. It's said that rusulkas are the ghosts or undead remains of women or girls who die tragically or violently. Then they live on the bottom of rivers and lakes, sometimes coming out at night to sing in the trees. In China, there's tales of mermaids that have webbed feet and hands and cry tears of pearls. In Cambodia and Thailand, there's a Suvana Maka, which is the legend of a mermaid princess who falls in love with the human prince and has a child. In Africa, there's a Mamiwata, and in the Caribbean, there are tales of the Aikaia and the La Serene, all mentioned and described the same way that mermaids are. When it comes to modern-day depictions of mermaids, today's mermaids are typically associated with spiritual beliefs and not so much believed as they're used as a metaphoric symbol. In some cultures, mermaids signify life and fertility, and in others, they represent the destructive nature of water and can be an omen for storms, unruly seas, or disaster. The mermaid is tied to the element of water, and many use it as a symbol for cleansing and renewal. The symbol of a mermaid can encourage digging deep to understand oneself. The popularity of mermaids can definitely be attributed to books and movies, especially The Little Mermaid that shows mermaids being mostly kind and curious creatures, and in pop culture today, mermaids are not looked at, for the most part, as evil or anything like that. They're looked at in a much more positive light. There's many people today that believe mermaids are real, and it's said that if they do appear, it would often happen at dawn or dusk, and that they only show themselves to those that are pure. I actually saw a book at the store the other day that was called Mermaid Magic, Connecting with the Energy of the Ocean and the Healing Power of Water. This book is by Lucy Cavendish and Serene Connolly, but the book is about mermaid magic, and it's said that it will help you develop your own deep connection to the element of water. In the description of the book, it says that it works with the ocean and its creatures to learn about tides, lunar phases, and divining your future with sea oracles. I've actually seen quite a few books recently, uh, books along these lines of mermaid magic. I haven't 
picked up and read any, but I have looked through them, and a lot of them do have an archetype of different mermaids, you know, which one the reader would relate with, and what that means for them on a spiritual level. So it's definitely popular. I've seen at least three or four of these books recently in different stores. And again, a lot of them talk about sea magic, lunar phases, or calling on mermaids for love or for transformation. And a lot of these books, which are magic studies books, definitely use the idea of mermaids, mermaid archetypes, to enhance that spiritual practice. So let's get into some sightings of mermaids, starting with some that were further back in history. There's been many historical sightings of mermaids from those who spent time at sea. And again, many believe that these sightings were just of dugongs or manatees, but for people that spent a lot of time at sea, they probably would have known what these creatures were, you know, manatees and things like that, and they probably would have been able to tell the difference. It's said that maybe they were lonely or not fully in their right mind, so instead they thought that they were seeing mermaids. Let's start with Pliny the Elder, who was a Roman naturalist and a writer living between 23 and 79 AD. He wrote Naturalis Historia, which was a collection of Roman knowledge. In this, he does mention mermaids, and it's interesting because much of Pliny's work has been accepted by the academic community, and he was known as being very serious about his work, and he wouldn't have just included folklore. When he does mention mermaids, he's talking about the Roman region of Gaul, and in this region, locals have begun to talk about a creature that was scattered on the beaches. They described it as a human-like creature that was covered in fish scales, and they referred to them as nereids or sea nymphs. Now, these creatures were corpses that were washing up on the beaches, and so many people were seeing them that it even got to the point that the governor of Gaul wrote a letter to the emperor of Augustus to inform him about the mermaid corpses frequently washing up on shore. So again, many people disregard this. You know, again, they take a lot of Pliny's work as being factual, but they disregard anything on his writings of mermaids, which... Again, he wouldn't have just made this up, he wouldn't have randomly included folklore, so I'm not sure why this was disregarded, but, you know, people don't want to believe in mermaids, so. Next we have Christopher Columbus, and he was said to have spotted mermaids near Haiti in 1493. He said that they came up high, out of the sea, and he described them as not as pretty as they are depicted, for somehow in the face they look like men. It's widely believed that these sightings were actually manatees, but it's not known what he really saw. So this and another sighting were documented in his logbook while it still existed, and there's some discrepancy, though, about his journal and whether it was translated correctly. He used the word sirenia, which actually would be translated to manatee or sea cow, but sirenia actually means mermaid, so the words are extremely close, and it's thought that perhaps it was translated incorrectly and translated to mermaid because it would be more interesting, and it was actually the case that he just saw a sea cow or, you know, a manatee, and that's what he had documented, but it got translated into him saying that he saw a mermaid, and then, you know, that story was ran with. In 1614, off the coast of Newfoundland, Captain John Smith, yes, that captain, reported seeing a big-eyed, green-haired woman. He was drawn to her, felt attracted to her, and even a sense of love, until he realized that she was a fish from the waist down. I did mention this earlier, but there was also the pirate Captain Blackbeard, who was very well known. He's one of the most famous and feared pirates in history, and it was said that he avoided certain waters because of mermaid sightings. He was said to have instructed his crew on several different voyages to stay away from certain charted waters because they were enchanted, as he referred to them as, and he didn't want to be bothered by mermaids. 
Interestingly, though, there is no real evidence that Blackbeard's logbooks were ever found. It's said that some books may have been found from his old ship, but not logbooks. So this may be passed down as a rumor, you know, maybe it did exist in his logbooks, and just by word of mouth, it was passed down that he was afraid of mermaids, or he believed that there were mermaids in some parts of the water, or it could be completely made up. So now let's get into some modern-day sightings of mermaids, and some of these are really interesting. In 1943, Japanese soldiers in World War II saw many mermaids on Kai Islands in Indonesia. One soldier noticed someone playing on the beach late one night and thought it was a child. As he got closer, and the supposed child turned towards the moonlight, he could see that the facial features were not quite as he would have expected them to be. So he realized that this wasn't a child, and whatever it was ran into the water and disappeared. Many other people claimed to have seen a similar creature, and they all said that it was around 5 feet tall, had spikes on its back, on its shoulder, and its neck. Locally, the villagers in Kai Island had a creature that they called Arang Aiken, which means a man fish. So again, the soldiers that were there had multiple claims of sighting these creatures. They were reported separately, and they all described the same thing. The creature was seen in the sea and also on land. The creature didn't seem friendly, and the soldiers actually tried to shoot at it, which is maybe why it didn't seem friendly, but the creature would get away before anything happened. The soldiers ended up reporting to their sergeant, Mr. Taro Hariba, and he asked the villagers to let him know if any of these creatures were captured. Soon after, one of these creatures was captured as it was found dead on the beach. And he got to see it, and he thought it was very strange. And after the war was over, he tried to get the scientific community involved to research what this creature was and try to get some more information, but the interest wasn't there, and nothing happened. Nothing came of it. In 1967, in the early evening of June, a ferry with tourists were shocked to spot a blonde mermaid on the beach. They said that it seemed like she was eating raw salmon and was enjoying the waves splashing around her. Several of the tourists said that the mermaid had long silver blonde hair and was topless. A man in the area flew over where the tourists had seen the mermaid and took an aerial photograph that showed a silvery object on a rock beside the mermaid, but it was hard to make out. The mermaid was reported the following day in the newspaper, and it did include the aerial photograph, but again, it was hard to make out and people weren't sure if this was some kind of a hoax. The newspaper, which was called The Colonist, ended up offering $25,000 to anyone that could confirm the mermaid was real, but nobody came forward with any proof of the mermaid and there was really nothing further on that sighting. A lot of people believe that it was definitely a hoax, but that wasn't proven either. In 1998, in Kauai, a boat of 10 people claimed to see the same mermaid sighting. They were 20 minutes off the coast of Kauai when Jeff Leacher, who was a diver and videographer, claimed that he came into contact with a mermaid. He said that he saw what looked like a woman just 10 feet away from the boat swimming with dolphins, and because she was keeping up with their fast pace, he thought this was particularly odd. He then saw her jump into the air and reveal a fishtail, and he was seriously surprised. All other 10 people on the boat said that they saw the same thing. They saw her jump twice before she disappeared into the water. And that was that, or so they thought. About an hour later, Leecher was in the water taking photographs of marine life, he was doing what he was there to do, and suddenly he felt something brush against his leg before swimming away. He quickly snapped pictures as he noticed this mermaid figure swimming above him. 
There were, I believe, two pictures, and they were submitted to three high-profile photography labs, and they were analyzed. They said that the images were real and had not been tampered with. If you do look at the picture, it looks like what you think a mermaid would look like. It's pretty clear. I will have it on my website. It's actually in one of my TikTok or Reels, whichever social media you're on. If you look through that, it is included in one of those, but I will put it on my website so you can look. Personally, I do find it interesting that the photography lab said that the photo hadn't been tampered with, but if you look at the picture, it could definitely be just a woman swimming with, you know, flippers on, diving flippers on her feet to make her kind of look like a mermaid. So yes, the picture may not have been tampered with, but it definitely could have been a setup. It seems that way for sure. But look at the picture. Let me know what you think. Is it a real mermaid? Is it a hoax like many other sightings seem to be? I don't really believe this one, but, you know, look into it for yourself, and if you can, let me know what you think. In 2009, in the Israeli town of Kiryat Yam, a creature was spotted that looked like a young girl, and this creature was often seen on the beach doing tricks in the water. She was seen for a number of days before the government actually ended up getting involved, and they issued a $1 million reward for anybody that could give solid proof of her existence. So with the hype surrounding this possible mermaid sighting, NBC came to try and investigate, and they were filming morning and night. One night, they saw a human figure dip into the water. They tried to follow it and get it on camera, but they were unable to, as it left very quickly. There was some footage from people that saw the mermaid, and it was looked at by the Center of Coastal Ocean Research in Los Angeles. But it was determined that it was impossible to tell that the figure in the footage was a mermaid or not. So definitely strange. I don't think anybody got that $1 million reward, but also they didn't really figure out exactly what people were seeing. We're going to end in 2012 with two different things that happened. And the first that I'm going to mention is a program that aired on Animal Planet and the Discovery Channel. It's called Mermaids, the Body Found, and it was presented as a documentary of a scientific team that investigates to try and figure out the source behind a mysterious underwater recording of an unidentified marine body. The show presents evidence that mermaids exist. They show it in the video, and it's done in two parts. So there was a lot of hype around this, especially when everybody found out that it was completely fake. The show made it seem that it was a real documentary, and it was on Animal Planet and the Discovery Channel, so people believe that this was an actual documentary. I actually remember this coming out, and it does seem like a documentary. But it turns out that it was completely fake, and that all the scientists in the show were actors. So people were definitely mad about that one, because it was kind of like a prank. Shortly after this, because there was a lot of talk about mermaids, the U.S. National Ocean Service confirmed that no evidence of mermaids has ever been found. They didn't give any more information than that. They didn't say how they could prove that there's no evidence of mermaids that's ever been found. And in response to this, BBC wrote an article that slightly mocked this finding, basically implying, how would you know that? (laughs) And it's true. How do they really know that? Like we talked about earlier, the ocean's huge. There's so many things in it that we don't know what's going on there. It really is quite the mystery. And I'm not saying mermaids exist, but I think it's kind of hard to say that they 100% don't exist. So the second thing that happened in 2012, and this one's pretty weird. So in Zimbabwe, dam workers were trying to install a water pump, but the pumps were blocked and local workers and divers were trying to figure out what was going on. 
So they were going into the water to figure out what was blocking the pumps, and when they came back from looking, they all said that they had seen a mermaid, and they were freaked out by this. They said they were not going back into those waters, and they absolutely refused to go back into the waters again. The government didn't believe this, and they hired divers and workers to go finish the work. But these people also reported seeing the same thing, and also refused to go back in to finish the repairs. It's said that to this day, the dam is still not finished. It seems that there's been quite a bit of evidence about mermaids, but people don't seem to want to believe it. Is there just too much confusion, or too many cases of people lying? Would it be so far-fetched to believe that there's a creature in the ocean that we do not know about? So now it's time for Did, Did you, know? you Know? Which is where I include some facts about mermaids and other associated things that didn't make it into the episode. 1. The giant squid used to be a folktale, and it was used to scare men out of the sea. But it turns out that the legend was based in truth, because the giant squid was found to actually exist. 2. Artists frequently depict mermaids with a fishbone comb, and this illustration came about due to sailors' beliefs. If you had fish bones on board a ship, you would know what type of weather was coming through divination, and you would be able to take control of a storm to calm the winds. So because of this, along the way, fish bones ended up being associated with mermaids. 3. Most of us know the movie The Little Mermaid, whether it's the Disney cartoon or the live action that recently came out. So this was actually based on the Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale that was written in 1837. And this one's a little bit different. The Little Mermaid exchanges her fins for feet in order to obtain an eternal human soul. She trades her tongue for new legs, and she must find true love's kiss, otherwise she'll die brokenhearted and turn into sea foam. Sadly, in this version, she does not win the prince's love, and throws herself back into the ocean. However, because she works so hard to earn a soul, she is granted one, and becomes a daughter of the air. 4. In the 16th century, sailors around the world earned money selling Jenny Haveners. As novelties to tourists, they were said to be mermaid bodies, but in reality, they were really just dead rays, and they made money selling these, and people at the time believed it. 5. Mermaiding is when humans put on a mermaid tail and swim in the water. This happens all around, and it started in 2004. Now there's even competitions. A lot of aquariums will have a mermaid exhibit where somebody is dressed as a mermaid and swimming in the water. 6. The first mermaid movie came out in 1911 and was called The Siren of the Sea. And the most recent is the live-action version of The Little Mermaid, which I believe just came out, was it 2023? Yeah, just came out this year. 8. There are companies like Aqua Mermaid that teach swim lessons and advertise that they will teach you how to become a mermaid, and they even sell tails. So, being a mermaid, the idea of mermaids is very popular, but the actual belief of mermaids is definitely up for debate. At this point in future episodes, I would love to include some listener comments, theories, questions, or polls. Make sure to follow along on my social media if you would like to be included. Thank you for listening to Kind of Strange Podcast. Don't forget to follow along on social media at Kind of Strange PC on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. I would love it if you could rate this podcast and leave a review. If you're leaving a review after this episode, please feel free to use the mermaid emoji. All sources for this episode are listed on the Kind of Strange website. The link is provided in the show notes. Until next time, don't forget to keep a lookout for anything that might be a little weird.
a bit odd or kind, kind of, of strange. strange.